we got the alternative energy. free autonomy. And welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. This is the Radioactive Show, and I'm Emma Crunch. I've produced this show in Littleton, which lies on Fakaropo in Aotearoa, or New Zealand. I pay my respect to the mana whenua of these lands. We at the Radioactive Show want to pass on our grief and solidarity to friends and family of young Walpuri man Kumanjai Walker, who was shot at his family home and died while in police custody on Saturday, November 10th, 2019, in Uendamu, a community 300 kilometres northwest of Alice Springs. Today's show brings voices from the Melbourne Solidarity Rally, one of many held on the Wednesday, November 13th, in support of Kumunjai Walker's family, friends and the community at Uendamu. That same day, a Northern Territory police officer was charged with one count of murder. Due to the legal proceedings underway, care needs to be taken by media and the public regarding what can be said about the circumstances surrounding Kumunjai Walker's passing. For that reason, I'll share with you some edited speeches from the NAM Melbourne Solidarity Rally, as recorded by 3CR's Michaela. After powerful welcomes to country by both Boonwarung and Wurundjeri tribes, the rally began with messages from Uendamu elders and community members, as read out by family and community based in Melbourne. Rally MC Paul Gorey introduces. Thank you, Boonwarung and Wurundjeri peoples. So as you know, we're gathering um, and rallying today at the request of Uendamu uh, community and elders of the Walpree people. And I'm going to invite some Walpree community members up to the stage right now. So please give them one big round of applause. My name is Jasmine Nungarai and I stand here with my sister Rachel Nungarai and my brother Justin Jungarai. We stand here today on behalf of our Walpuri family and communities who are grieving the killing of Kumanjai Walker. As we stand here on Kulin land, we'd like to share Walpuri people's immense gratitude to the traditional owners for their solidarity and we pay our respects to your elders past and present. We also pass on their thanks to the wider community for your support. Our grandmother is from Lajamanu, around 500 kilometres north of Uindamu. I acknowledge my mothers, Kathleen Nakamara and Margaret Nakamara, who stand here in the crowd today. Our Lajamanu family want the nation to know that they stand in solidarity with Kumanjai and Uindamu. They want justice. We've been asked to read these statements from the Uindamu community so their voices can be heard. As we reside on Kulin lands, we ask that you stand in solidarity with our people. I'm Jungara. Um, yeah, it's a pretty sad time right now. I just want to um, read out a statement here, and then I'm just going to say a few words. Um, this statement is from Harry Giacomo. I'm very happy with what the young people have done, getting the truth out on social media. Now there are police everywhere in our community 
we want them gone. They have been passing messages to all the white staff working here. You better leave. You are unsafe. What rubbish. They are spreading propaganda. We will be giving, we'll be driving into Alice Springs tomorrow and taking to the streets on Thursday. I encourage people all around the country to take to the streets as well. We are happy to hear there are lots of rallies planned on Wednesday. We have lots of people coming into town. People are coming from Tenekri, there are Pitland Mob, people coming from everywhere. To all the people coming along to protest, I want to say thank you from my people. This is unreal. The intervention has a lot to do with this. It has set us right back. The last time Walpuri people were shot like this, 90 years ago, with Conestone massacre, we were hurting. There's no fairness, honesty or respect. say that um, the police need to get out of that community because they're not honoring our sorry business. Sorry business and our protocol, police aren't allowed into the community when there's sorry business going on. They shouldn't have gone in there and taken that man or taken that young boy or even hurt him during sorry business time. That's against our protocol and against our culture and they're going against our culture again by interrupting our another sorry business that they caused. We, they are walking around with rifles and they're intimidating the Yundamu people right now while they're going through sorry business. And that's not on. This has got to change. This isn't breaking up community, tribal um, stuff. This has them involved. They're the ones that did this. They're the ones that are causing the intimidation and causing us to be scared when we're supposed to be hurting. Don't come into our country and say that we're not teaching you mob when you mob aren't listening to us. In community, my name is Nungarai. I'm going to read out a statement from Marley Wells Napaknari. She's a Walpuri woman. When I first heard what had happened, I immediately felt outraged and betrayed, but most of all, I felt sad. We came on Sunday morning to stand together in our grief and were presented with smirking police officers and no answers. Two mounted police attempted to bring their horses closer, an intimidation tactic. Someone requested them to leave and I heard one of the officers say, if you had any respect for the horse's life, you would stop waving that cardboard in its face. He doesn't like it. You're intimidating him. How dare someone who works for an organisation that attacks and creates and causes harm and kills people try to tell a peaceful protester they are intimidating? 
if you had any respect for human beings, if you had any respect for the traditional owners of this land, if you had any respect at all, you would be questioning the systems in place, the systems you benefit from, the systems that keep Aboriginal people down. I work in a school. We encourage all of our children to be strong and to be smart and to be proud of who they are and where they come from. But, we are but are we just raising them to be disappointed and betrayed? I don't want to live in a world where we have to ask if our nieces and nephews will be next, our brothers and sisters. What has happened in Yindamu is an outrage, an injustice, and an event that we must not allow to be swept under the rug. I don't know how to trust the systems that have been set up for us to fail. We are hurt. We are angry, we are suffering. We stay, we stay strong and we stay together, but we should never again have to be connected by grief like this. Thank you for being here. I hope we never have to meet under these circumstances again. So those were words from Mali Wells Nakunadi, uh, and I'd also just like to reiterate that all of the statements we've received, they have passed on their thanks to Kulin Mob and to all the mob who have gathered here today, and I'd like to pay my respects for having us on your country. I have to say I'm a little overwhelmed and broken. I'm Emily Napurula Maloney. I'm Malcolm Jagamara's daughter, a lawman who taught me my songline, my jukoba. My family are grieving and broken, and I stand here on their behalf today. We're from Wilara, but our mob are also in Yundamu, Lajimano, Papanya. My Auntie Janet wanted you to know that we paint our skin in grief. We scream, we cry, we wail, and this grief, it's sitting heavy. You have to be outraged. You have to stand and walk alongside us and not take this. This is not Australia. We're First Nation people. We've been here over 60,000 years. This is shameful. I want to thank Kulin Nations for having us and living on this land. And I'm, I'm blessed every day to walk on this country. We're Walpuri. We're Yapa. We're going to stand with our head high and the truth is going to come out. Thank you. You're listening to The Radioactive Show. On Wednesday, 13th November, rallies were held around so-called Australia in response to the shooting of young 19-year-old Walpuri man, Kumanjai Walker, in Uendamu, a community 300 kilometres northwest of Alice Springs. Since the shooting and rallies, a police officer has been charged with Kumanjai's murder. We just heard messages from the community in Uendamu being read out by Walpuri community members in Melbourne. Returning to the rally now and to MC Paul Gorey, we hear from Fred Leone, followed by Robbie Thorpe. Listeners should be aware that there is a language warning for this section. We'll have Fred Leone come up first. Uh, please welcome to the stage Fred Leone. The language that I'm speaking in, that's my grandmother's language, Bachelor. Now come here to stand with the brothers and sisters in the community from Yundamu and down here. Um, 12 years ago this year, my nephew, 
handcuff found in the alleyway outside the window of the second story of the alleyway next to the Valley Police Department in Brisbane 12 years ago. Shame! You think anything happened to those police officers? Nothing! How many deaths have happened over the last 20 years? How many times are we going to come out and march? We're not simple. We know what's wrong with this system, with this country. They're racist. No justice. No racist police. No justice. No peace. No racist police. Sister's going to talk here in a minute. And I just want you to think about the pain that these families are feeling, that all of our families are feeling. Every Aboriginal person that's in this audience, six degrees of separation, we lost someone somewhere. Whether it was in the frontier wars, right up to today, to now, 12 years ago, every year this is happening. It's not new. It's not, oh, this is just happening now. It's 2019. 2019. No justice, no peace, no racist police. And now we have Uncle Robbie to come to the microphone. Please welcome him. Thanks, everyone. You see, there's a lot of focus on what the police are doing here in our country. But who's behind them? Who's paying them? That's where the racism's really coming from, folks. These fellas are just the forces of the, of the capitalists, the colonisers. They're the ones who are just protecting the stolen wealth. They're not smart enough to make the policies. They just get told what to do. And people should have a look at the history of the police in this country. And when it first began, they chose the most behaved convicts to become the police force. That's how it began, folks. Now, they've been on the front line of the war with our people since day one. They're the ones that have been killing us. It's like a paramilitary. And we know how brutal they are. We've got to be careful around these people. They're not, they're not the, the keepers of the peace. They're quite the opposite, folks. And they're the ones that are causing all the trouble in our communities. It's when they turn up. But remember, they're on orders by the people behind us here, behind them. The parliament. Now, we talk about democracy... How do we talk about democracy in a, in a blood-stained, illegally-occupied land? What's the, what sort of democracy is that? And we can do better. We can do better than that. This is our land. We hold the divine law here, the original people. Not, not George Pell or the Queen. This is the only Commonwealth country that hasn't got a treaty with the original people. Now, this is not just some small country. It's a huge continent without a treaty. I mean, there's no peace since these people arrived here. I want to pay my respect to the mob up there in Yendamu. Now, I was really inspired back in the day when I, I read a story about the Yendamu doors. I don't know if anybody's heard about the Yendamu doors. It's an incredible story about the community up there when they... When the kids went to school, they had to go past all the painted doors of their dreaming. So they wouldn't forget, when they went and got a white man's education, wouldn't forget about who they was 
and where they were coming from. And it's a very strong community up there. In an isolated, a lot of our communities are really isolated and subject to these forces. And we've all got stories about the police in our communities. They've been brutalising us for the, the time they've been here. But all I want to say, they're not the only part of the problem. They're just part of that problem. The real problem is the people behind them creating the policies. You know, maybe if it, it, was a, it was a brand new day, maybe they could work for us and give them decent conditions. They wouldn't even have to carry a, a gun around with them. They're the only ones that got guns. Not our people. And, and, and like the brother said this morning, you know, this has got a lot to do with the Northern Territory intervention. What the conditions of life our people are facing in the Northern Ter Territory particularly. That was a military intervention, folks. They took away all the land rights and they dug up uranium. That's what it was really about. Australia was in the middle of a, a, an economic financial crisis and they decided to sacrifice us, our people and our land once again. You know, we've been sacrificed here, Aboriginal people. We have a law that people should recognise in this land. It's an ancient law that looks after the people and the land. Don't be afraid of that. Step away from this. Start to rise up, folks. It's time to uprise. You can see what's going on all over the planet. If there ever was a just cause, it's this one here. Started off with a convict penal colony. People around with chains around their neck and hands. That's how, how it grew out of that, folks. And uh, don't forget the constitution in this country. Got a part of it's called the White Australia policy. That's what they really want here. That's the way it's always been. Built on terra nullis, the act of shame. And we've never seen it our sovereignty as I hear the, uh, the Treaty Commissioner keep saying. Do people really understand what that means? Now, if we had sovereignty recognised in this country, would we be in their jails? Would they be taking our children? No, they wouldn't. And it tells me there's no recognition for the law of the land here. Recognise the sovereignty, folks. Do yourselves a favour and protect the sovereignty of this land. Not some foreigners. Excuse for what sovereignty is. They're not a law. They haven't got consent. Surely that says something. No consent. They haven't got treaties. Treaties would say that. There's been 250 years of unchecked colonialism. And what goes with that? The genocide, the terrorism, the repression and oppression, suppression. That's been the lives of black people. They don't care about black people. They don't care about our lives. They don't care about our culture. They don't care about our country. We know they do. All lives matter. Time to step up, folks. We've got just cause. Stick with us and we'll tip it upside down, folks, sooner or later. finish off, we're going to bring Justin Wigini
Jungarai, to come up and share some last thoughts. Thank you, Mob. Hey, thank you, Mob, for coming out. But I want to say my family are strong and they're culturally proud. And we won't stand for this. Draw the line here. Change your change your law. I'm sick of Yep. We need the we need the elders to be spoken for. They need to speak. They need to kick all the police officers out of Yundomu. Because they're scaring the people there and they're trying to grieve. They need to bring that commissioner down to meet with the elder, not in Yundamu, but outside. Cultural way. And then the elder can tell them when they can come in. That's our way. This is where we draw the line. We can't stand for this anymore. You can't treat us people like this anymore. And you mob standing here today to support my family, our family here. This is an honor. But we, right now, can I get everyone to pull out their phones? I want you to record this. Because this... When we don't have no weapons, this is our weapons. Because this is what them Yundomu people want. They want coverage. And you mob can help. The media stays silent. That's it. Let people know. Bring awareness to what's happened. We draw the line at killing our people. We don't feel safe. I'm walking around here looking at police fucking shaking. We don't want to be scared. But you mob are making us scared. And right now you're making the Yundumu people scared by bringing your guns and intimidating them when they're grieving over a young boy. You need to get out of Yundumu right now and give them mob time and space to grieve over their family member. Now, thank you, Mob, for coming out. My grandmother was born in Yundamu. She went to school from there. And I'm proud to say that I am a cultural person and nobody will take that away. And you, Mob, standing here. Thank you. Yeah.
This track is I'm From Yuendamu by Jerome Jara and Vanetta White. It can be found on the Red Sand Culture albums. Before that, we heard Justin Jungarai, Robbie Thorpe and Fred Leone speaking at the Melbourne Solidarity Rally for Kumanjai Walker's friends, family and community. Since the rally, a police officer has been charged with murder over the incident that led to Kumanjai's passing. The Uendamu community have made a number of calls for justice and basic services. Rallies have continued and international support has been pouring in for the Uendamu community. To learn more, listeners can search mainstream and social media. Hashtags include Justice for Walker and I Stand with Uendamu. Today's radioactive show has been produced for 3CR Community Radio, which is on Wurundjeri Country in Fitzroy, Melbourne. It is heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. You can podcast our show from 3cr.org.au and find us on Facebook under Radioactive Show. A big thanks to the ACE Collective of Friends of the Earth Melbourne for their ongoing support of our show. I'm Emma Crunch and we will go out now with a final clip from the Melbourne Rally in solidarity with Kumanjai Walker and Yuendamu. Artist Neil Morris is speaking here. Again and again, we come back to these places to stand, to walk, to voice ourselves as Indigenous people again and again. But as it was stated earlier, as it's been stated again and again and again, in all of these situations, where is the regard for Indigenous peoples and our laws? We stand here with people of authority, supposedly. How many of them are Indigenous? Zero. The supposed powers that be in supposed so-called Australia, where did they get permission to implement laws over our lands and to intervene into our people's affairs? We are in an illegal state where there's illegal actions happening again and again, and this is why this brother is no longer with us.